and welcome to Soar With Coaching Podcast. We are so happy that you stopped by to find a solution to that current problem that you are facing in your business. Just want to share that this podcast is a repeat of the Facebook and Instagram lives that we have done. So I hope you find the solution to that problem that you are facing right now in your business. Priscilla Cooser Consulting Solutions focuses on working with micro business owners to help you with improving your goals, strategies, processes, and operations. We believe solutions plus actions equals results. So get ready to hear your solution for today. Would you let a doctor perform surgery on you without reviewing an agreement? I'm even signing that agreement. Hi y'all, thanks so much for joining me. I'm so excited to be going live on Facebook and Instagram. So trying to work out the kinks and get familiar with it. But in less than 15 minutes, I'll be sharing with you one way that you can actually protect your business if you haven't already been doing this, right? So like and share this video if you get value from it. As you join, you can say hi and where you're joining from. I'm Dr. P. I'm coming to you from Austin, Texas. I've been a school psychologist for about 10 years in K-12 schools in the U.S. And I am currently a strategic business coach. And I'm really excited to be able to help others, to coach, to train, to mentor, to teach new skills so that you can reach your potential, that you can soar and get all those successes that you're looking for. So today's topic that I'm sharing about is one thing that you should be including in your business to be protecting your business. And it's something that's really simple, but I've realized that some people kind of overlook this and I don't know if they're not taking their business seriously, but it does feel as though you're not taking your business seriously if you don't have this already included in your business plan. Because your business is your business. It's something you're creating. It's something you should be looking to protect you know, so that nobody can come and steal your business from you, you know, or that you don't lose all your assets because you're working very hard on your business. Their business used to be a dream and now you're actually working in it, taking action, seeing results, and slowly going in that direction of that success you're looking for. And for that reason, you should be including this one thing in all of that, you know. There's several things, but this one thing really is that binding part, that will help you to protect your business. So, I like I said, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want a doctor to perform surgery on me if I didn't get an agreement, you know, if I didn't get to read through it to see, you know, what exactly is going to be happening, what are these pros, what are these cons, what are the risks involved, you know, how am I going to be protected, you know, what is this doctor actually going to be doing. All those details are things that you need to be aware of before you go and let a doctor have surgery on you, I mean, perform surgery on you. That's just me. I could be wrong. You might look at it differently, but that's that's the way how I see it. And for a lot of us, we don't treat our business that way. We'll go and be looking at getting surgery and we're going to sign an agreement. Hell, some of us even sign an agreement when you go and sign up for a gym, you know, or take on a new membership for some program that you sign up for online, some new social networking site, you know, whatever it is, something that you sign up for. There's always an agreement that you have to review. And I know some of you probably just skip over that and just click, yes, I reviewed it. I really did, never did. But in your business, do you really want that to be for your business because you need to have an agreement so people can be understanding what exactly is involved in the relationship with you. So that's why I really want to be sharing with you this one thing, you know. So like I mentioned, your business is something you dreamt about. You sat down and you dreamt about this maybe for a couple years, a couple months, a couple weeks. 
point is, especially if you've been thinking about this business for years, you know, you're finally moving and shaking or you've been working on it for years, but you never quite got that one solution to push you forward and now you're being pushed forward and you're seeing those successes, that's awesome. But are you protecting your business? You really should be protecting your business. That's why I think you should have this thing, this one thing that I'm going to talk about in your business, you know, because it is going to really be beneficial for you. Because how good are verbal agreements for your business? Seriously, how good are they? Because verbal agreements come from people and people are people, right? And the thing is, is that People can be trusted and some cannot be trusted. Just think about the people you've encountered in your life, right? And there have been people that when you first met them, you could trust them, at least you felt as though you could trust them. And then something happens and then quickly that trust just disappears. That person goes from being a good person to being a not so good person. And then that relationship just falls by the wayside. You know, just, just think about it. Think about some friends or some previous ex-girlfriends and boyfriends that you may have had wherein things started out really good but then that trust went away and things just fell apart so are you having your business are you conducting your business in that same way just having that verbal agreement with people because that can be damaging for your business because this is a business something that you want to build to grow to live on to even be your legacy after you've passed on you know so Verbal agreements, really? Is that really how you are forming agreements with partners, you know, and employees and anybody that's connected to your business? If it is, then I suggest you really look, we look at that, right? Because that might not be the best strategy for you right now or ever, really, because you really want to have that protection for your business. And the thing is, I found out that this one thing is small. But it's really big and there's so many entrepreneurs I've come across who actually don't even think to include it in their business. And I'm like, what the hell? This is my business. This is something I sat down and I created, you know. And even if you have a product that you created or you have a service or you have both, the thing is it's something that you sat down and you created for your business because you went out there, you did the research, you saw that there was a need for this. And you're sitting down and you're creating and you're putting out there to share with others. So wouldn't you want to have some way of protecting that? I mean, I know I do. So this is why I do this and this is why I wanted to share it with you guys. And it also made me think about my previous experiences in K-12 schools in the U.S., right? And actually, even before I even talk about that, how about this? When you went on to work anywhere... You sign on with an organization, you sign on with a company, you know, you went through the whole interview process, they say, yes, you're selected. What's one of the first things they sent you? They sent you an employee agreement, something to show what are the expectations for the organization. Because, yeah, they may have mentioned it in the interview process, but being honest, did you even take notes during the interview process? And they're not even going by word of mouth. They're not going by a verbal thing. They want you to actually read and sign that you understand what you're getting involved in with the organization that just took you on. So they're going to be talking about their expectations of you as an employee in that agreement. 
And how many of you even read your employee agreements before? Because it contained everything you needed to know about the organization, vision, mission, their goals, what your roles and responsibilities were, you know, the knowledge, the skills, the abilities, all those things that were required of you for that position. So they do include all those things. And it's your responsibility to read it and sign it before you can actually start working. In a lot of places, you physically can't start to work to get paid unless you sign that agreement. So think about your business. Are you starting to do business with people without having something in writing? Are you really just going off of just verbal agreements? Because again, that can be very damaging for your business. And the other thing, like I was starting to share about was in my experiences as a school psychologist, right? I saw that at the end of the day, you can't bring a child just into the school and the child is there. You know, they have, the parent has to actually fill out some forms so you can actually register the child into school and, you know, it goes through all these different records. Then, when the child is enrolled in school, if the parent wants the child to be evaluated or teachers have concerns, then the parent has to give permission. They have to sign permission. See, you have to give some type of permission for this evaluation to occur. But on the other end of the evaluation process was whether or not the child is eligible for services. So I'm talking about a child who could be eligible for special education services or gifted services. The point is these were things outside of what you know regular children would get. Well, that's not really a good way of putting it. It's outside of the regular school um, curriculum, right? It's something additional to the regular school curriculum. That's a better way of putting that. And the thing is, is that as a parent, when I share that information with parents, you would have to be giving your agreement to say yes to your child being eligible for gifted services or special education. Then you also have to be saying yes for your child to actually be placed into that program. And then a part of that was an agreement. So that really got me to thinking about, hey, I should really be doing the same thing in my business. And why don't other people do that? Because you should have that type of agreement because that agreement really outlines those expectations for what the person is going to be getting involved in. Give some more information about your organization. And just to let you know, hey, if you have grievances, this is what you can be doing. So again, that's why I really wanted to share on this topic because that one thing, if you haven't picked up on it yet, that one thing that I'm talking about is having a contract. Having a contract, having that agreement, that is what we should be having in our businesses to protect our businesses. It is something we work really hard for. We save that money so that we can have that funding to start it and that we are learning so many things, implementing so many things just so we can have it grow. Let's protect it with an agreement. And if you're not quite sure how to do an agreement, here's the thing. You don't have to do it alone. There are lots of companies out there that can help you walk you through that process. There are also lawyers who can help you walk you through that process so you can have that agreement that best suits your business. Because again, this is your business. You want to be able to protect your products, your services that you've created, that you've developed, and you want to make sure that nobody can steal that from you. So you do have to look at the benefits of having an agreement. Look at designing an agreement for you. And in this agreement, you're going to be setting the expectations for a relationship with you, for that person to do business with you. 
you're going to be setting also some boundaries as well. So you're getting those expectations of you and for your clients. So you're going to be outlining what exactly the person is going to be getting from you. Like I mentioned several times, those expectations. And depending on the nature of your business, confidentiality is a big part of it. Because I know as a coach, I work with a lot of individuals that they have their own business and they're sharing a lot of inner details about their company, about their organization that is not public knowledge. So letting them know, hey, your information is going to be safe with me because as a coach, I am their confident and I am keeping that information private because they're sharing it so that I can help them move forward. You know, not that they're sharing it so I can run with it because then that's not me being a coach and that's not me being trustworthy. That's why having the agreement spell out all of that. Even, you know, whether or not people want to terminate services, you have to include those things. There's so many other things that you should be included in that agreement so that you can protect yourselves and also protect the other person, the person that you're doing business with. So I hope this information helped. Go and find out about getting an agreement to suit your business to make sure you have that protection for your business. If you don't have an agreement already drawn up, you don't have a template, I really recommend that you go out and you get an agreement for your business. Protect it. You developed it and designed it and created it and launched it for a reason. So protect your business. Thank you again for joining us on our Soar with Coaching podcast. Again, we're so happy that you stopped by to find that solution. We're hoping that that solution helps you with moving forward and solving that problem in your business. Join us again for yet another podcast touching another topic that can help you with solving the problems you're facing. Bye, y'all.